You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the All Purpose Pod for an All Purpose Life, wherever you are today and however you're listening to the podcast for the people. Thank you again for making They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, just a small part of your morning, your day, and your week. We are your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Thank you again for joining us. We love all of the sponsors and the support on our social media platforms. Apple Podcasts is awesome. Spotify is great. iHeartRadio is bumping. But we definitely strongly recommend Good Pods, our new platform where you can rate and review every single episode from every single season, as much as you want, as long a comment as you want, anytime that you want. We thank you again for support there. Please download the Good Pods app today. Let's jump into our episode if we can. Let me ask you guys a couple of questions just to kind of get your minds going as we jump into the episode for today. Have you ever been promised a dollar, but only given 50 cents? Ever been promised a dollar, but only given 50 cents? You've been promised a full meal, a three-course meal, but only given a bag of chips. You've been offered a deal of a lifetime. But in times of inconvenience, what you were left with was fear, doubt, and uncertainty. Perhaps those questions don't resonate with you at all right now. Maybe this flies way too high above your reality. But to a little kid or an impoverished fellow human being or a faithful employee of an organization, it's a big deal. A really big deal. Do you know any little children that have waited so long for a promise of payback or whatever retribution looks like from their little vantage points that they don't even believe in honesty anymore. They don't believe integrity even exists, at least not in their world. Do you know people who once were doing so well in life and making ends meet? And now they finally have a nightly meal from a trash can full of food. And that's their new reality. Do you know anybody that was enthusiastically welcomed into an organization by supervisors, team leaders, managers, executive directors one day, but the next day, they felt more like a number, a pawn, a piece that's easily interchangeable. That's many people's reality. Someone only one bad day or one business deal away from a less than triumphant return to the realm of the unemployed. Every one of them to a man would probably agree that it doesn't elicit feelings of joy when promises are broken. We all know someone on the business end of an uneven exchange. Maybe you've seen that in relationships. Maybe you've seen it in an attempt to purchase your dream home in a neighborhood that's far beyond what you're accustomed to. 
or what you think you deserve. Maybe you thought your business partners had your best interest at heart, but you found out down the line they didn't. When you have someone with all the leverage and all the information, you are potentially in a place where you can be on the business end of an uneven exchange. Let's be fair. Most any agreement one could enter into may never be completely even and balanced on both sides. Let's just put that out there. You'd hope there's integrity and reciprocity baked into the deal, but two parties can often enter into agreement and not need the benefits or provisions at the exact same percentage or level of need as the other person on the other end of the deal. Scripture teaches us in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 10, that false weights and unequal measures are detested by the Lord. He despises double standards of every kind. Contextually, this verse is about integrity. This is about the risk that comes to your business, to your family, to your health. When you invite deceit into the mixture. If you're on the path to success right now, please know that every step is tallied in the big picture of checks and balances. Just know that the bill always comes due and payment is final. The bill always comes due and payment is final. Do you know anyone that would appreciate a brass for gold exchange? Perhaps somebody that's certifiably insane, perhaps. Maybe somebody who thinks brass is prettier and is unaware of the value of either metal. An option that's not thought of very much. Maybe someone who knows the value of the gold, but thinks more of you than they do of it. Just a thought. But let me ask you, would you appreciate a brass for gold exchange? What does that mean? We'll jump into it a little bit. But I don't really think... You would appreciate it yourself. You're taking a shot in the dark here. I don't think you would. Because you know that gold is more valuable because of all the years you've been alive. Somebody, likely a stranger, told you that gold was worth more. And you believed them. You may have done your own research. You may have. But can you effectively argue that brass is more valuable than gold? Of course not. Who can this isn't a situation where people have a different view of the value of each. We're not asking the opinion of a toddler here. They're not understanding that this is not only acceptable, but normal and understandable behavior. But believe it or not, every day, people choose brass instead of gold. I mean, every single day. That sounds strange in your mind. You may not understand how anybody in their right mind would do that. But people choose brass Every day instead of gold. Common knowledge says that gold is more valuable than brass. All the years that I've been alive and all the years you've been here too. It's, it's been a, a known fact or at least a highly, a highly held opinion that gold is more valuable than brass, right? Can we agree on that part at least? I want you to seriously take that in for a moment. Let that sink in. You're thinking, what kind of absolute whack job would pass up something that is super valuable for something marginal that you can find on a street vendor's table? I used to be a street vendor, so I know this. 
I understand the difference between the two. So who in their right mind would do something so foolish? Who would do that? Perhaps not you, but who would do that? I'll tell you who. Somebody who has convinced themselves that brass is all they're worthy of having. See, now we're in a whole different realm now. We took a little shift there for a minute, a little detour. Who in their right mind would prioritize brass over gold? One thing that's less valuable, marginal at best, for something that's super valuable. Somebody who's convinced themselves, perhaps, that brass is all they're worthy of having. And that's going to take us into the crust of our episode today. This is all about value, but not the metallic, metallurgic variety. This is about value. Someone who's believed that because of where they come from and a family life they've experienced, gold is way out of their reach. It's not in their future. Maybe people like them that come from where they come from just don't get those kinds of chances. It's not something they've seen or experienced or heard about in their circles. Maybe it was baked in every day at school. They learned that this is your place in life. This is your station. This is where you come from. So this is the best that you can accomplish. Do you really believe people who are in urban areas or rural areas were encouraged in school that, you know what, one day you can be president. One day you can be the CEO of your own corporation. Or were they told best you can hope for is to hold down a good job as a custodian or as a pig farmer. It was probably baked in every day at school or every night at the dinner table from their own parents that brass is the best they can do. That brass is the best they can do. Every time that an entrepreneur or a businessman decides to walk the path of being self-made, they've chosen brass. I'm going to say that again for those in the back. I don't want you to miss that part. Every time that an entrepreneur or businessman decides to walk the path of being self-made, they've chosen brass. For those that aren't aware of what self-made means, that golden calf that the children of Israel made when Moses took too long, talking to the Lord on the mount, that was self-made. They made it by their own hands. They forged it with their own thoughts, intellect, and ideas and plans. They made it themselves. Every time someone that's single or dating chooses eye candy over someone that will cherish their hearts, perhaps, they've chosen brass. Every time a person that's challenged by someone to dream bigger, immerse themselves in training and learning, but they decide to cut ties and return back to the five most influential people in their lives that they've known all their lives that have never lifted them above the realm of average. They've chosen brass over gold. Am I making sense to you guys today? Is this resonating at all? Every time we simply can't find time to sit under the learning tree and grow ourselves through the experiences of like-minded people, but we always have time to do what we want. Guess what? We've chosen brass. 
every time we attach ourselves to choices that won't matter in five years, to be real about it. Just so we can do and have right now whatever those desires are. That's our choosing brass over gold. Every time we share our biggest dreams with those with the smallest minds who happen to be disguised as family and best friends, we've chosen brass. See, there's no legit argument out there that brass is more valuable than gold, but still, we often choose it. Why do you think that is? I've learned a hard lesson a few years ago. Technically, the entire world was in the same classroom, but I don't think they all heard it. I don't think they all heard what the teacher was saying. The teacher was teaching, but the students perhaps just were not listening. Do you know why 67% of Americans created home-based businesses in the midst of a pandemic? I'm almost positive that percentage is a lot higher than that. But do you know why that happened? It's because they had an epiphany that the gold they'd been too busy to notice, i.e. what's happening at home with their families and their time, was much more important than the brass they put 8 to 16 hours a day into every week for years. All the time they lost, all the moments they lost, all of the games they missed. All of the recitals they had to pass on seeing because they had to work. Although the lesson is deep, the short version of it is that we find solutions to every problem, the remedy for every situation in the realm of community. I'm not talking about your neighborhood where you grew up. That is a community, but it's not the one I'm talking about today. I'm talking about that circle, that network of like-minded people who are going where you want to go, who have done what you aspire to do, who have achieved what you hope to accomplish. I mentioned the children of Israel just a little bit ago. Now, while their leader Moses was on a very important 40-day, 40-night mission, they decided that God that led them out of Egypt, without any doubt, there was no doubt that God led them out. There was no other way to explain what happened. And it was delivering crucial information to Moses as their leader to give to them as his people was not sufficient. He was taking too long, I guess. So they opted to find a better temporary option and make it permanent. So they made an option themselves. The epitome of doing it yourself with disastrous results. It's hard to escape the theme of value in this account. It's really hard to escape it. Honestly, that's what this whole episode is all about. Value. V-A-L-U-E. Did God's chosen people undervalue God and Moses' leadership? Or did they undervalue what was inside of them that God delivered them from Egypt to bring them to a promised land for? Think about that one. Sin forces the replacement of something precious with something inferior. If you're wondering if sin's good or bad, this is what sin is. Sin forces the replacement of something that's precious with something inferior. Takes the authentic and puts in its place a counterfeit. Sin exposes and weakens and debilitates any people, regardless of standing, background, activity, etc. Creations that should honor their creator desire a human king instead. That's sin. Creation that get the human leader they wanted end up desiring calves made of gold instead. That's sin. That's us choosing brass over gold. 
What did God's chosen people pick in those moments? Wait for their leader so they can hear from the God that brought them out of bondage? Or make a cow out of gold earrings instead? They chose brass over gold. They chose what was inferior over what was precious. They chose what was counterfeit over what was authentic. Yet a calf statue was made of gold, but was it the best possible option for a people delivered from slavery? If you had to assess the last few years, what would you characterize as brass? And what would you characterize as gold? That might sound like homework, but it's worth thinking about today. If you had to assess the last few years, and if you want to share this on our social media platforms, I'd love to hear your responses. If you had to assess the last few years, what would you characterize as brass in your life or around you? And what would you characterize as gold? Would you appreciate today a brass for gold exchange? It would undoubtedly be an uneven balance. Proverbs 11 and 1 says, A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Proverbs 16 and 8 says, Better is little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. Is the gold precious in his sight? Is the gold precious in this sense? Is it legitimizing the idol or is it just a waste of something precious? Was that calf legitimately precious? Was it important? Was it valuable? Was it life-giving? Was it uplifting to the people who were worshiping it? Or was it debilitating? Was it crippling? Was it hindering? The answer should be simple, but if you look at the idols in our life that we don't want to talk about, we might have a bit of a challenge answering that question. Sin causes man to take the precious thing that's lost and attempt to replace it with something inferior or substandard. Proverbs 16 and 11 says, A just balance and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. I want to end the episode for today with a story about value that I hope encourages your heart. Please listen close. I hope this really encourages you guys. Before he died, a father said to his son, Here is a watch your grandfather gave me. It is almost 200 years old. Before I give it to you, go to the jewelry store in the city. Tell them that I want to sell it and see how much they offer you. The son went to the jewelry store, came back to his father and said they offered $100 because it is so old. The father said, well, try the pawn shop. The son went to the pawn shop, came back to his father and said the pawn shop offered only $20 because it has a scratch. The father asked his son to go to the museum and show them the watch. The son quietly questioned his father's judgment, but still willing to act on his last wishes, wishes, excuse me, willing to act on his last wishes. He went to the museum. When he came back, he said to his father, the curator offered $375,000 for this very rare piece to be included in their precious antique collection. The father responded, I wanted to show you that the right place will value you in the right way. Don't find yourself in the wrong place and get angry because you're not valued. 
Never stay in a place where someone doesn't see your value or you don't feel appreciated. If you don't know your value, you will always settle for far less than you deserve. If you don't know your value, you will always settle for far less than you deserve, wherever you are today. However you're listening to They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, thank you so much again for making They Call Me Mr. You just a small part of your morning, your day, and your week. We are your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. If you're following us on our social media platforms, please continue to do so. We're on Facebook at They Call Me Mr. You and on the Twitter machine at Call Me Mr. You, M-I-S-T-A-Y-U. If you're following us on your podcast platforms, anywhere you enjoy your podcast, we are there. But I strongly recommend Good Pods as a new platform where you can rate and review all of our episodes every season, anytime you want. Totally free. Just download the Good Pods app today. Thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate all the support. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope it's making you think. Hope it's making you feel. Reach out on our social media platform with any comments and questions about our show today. And once again, thank you again for joining us. We love you. We appreciate you. Have a great day. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.